Good morning, Chapel Roswell. My name is Bill Floyd. Thanks, Shauna, for introducing me. Unless you're in an assisted living or you're old or you've been in the hospital, you've never seen me before. I'm in charge of congregational care, so I am glad to be here with you today. And I want to say a quick prayer before I read the scripture. Gracious Jesus, be with us here this morning. Open our hearts and minds by the power of your Holy Spirit that we can hear with great joy what you have for us this day. And all God's people said, Amen. I didn't hear any amens. Try it again. Said, Amen. I like it. Our scripture today comes from 1 Corinthians 15, 1 through 6. And I'm going to follow that up with Matthew 22, 37 and 38. Now, brothers, I want to remind you of the gospel I preached to you, which you received and which I have taken your stand. By the gospel you are saved, if you hold firmly to the word I preached to you, otherwise you have believed in vain. For what I received I passed on to you as of first importance, that Jesus died for our sins, according to the scriptures, that he was buried and he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures, and that he appeared to Peter and then the twelve. After that, he appeared to more than 500 of the brothers at the same time, most of whom are still living, though some have fallen asleep. The other one is one of my favorite passages, and y'all probably all know this. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and the greatest commandment. I understand y'all are doing throwbacks. Well, I couldn't throw back as far as I would like to throw back because y'all wouldn't be alive yet. My time was the 50s, and I understand Miriam did the 80s, so I figured as far back I could go with y'all would be the 70s. We're going to do a little question and answer about the 70s. The 1970s, who were popular? They drove in Volkswagen buses in psychedelic colors. Huh? Hippies. Somebody heard hippies. Does anybody remember hippies? What was their saying? I know the, uh, our most unpopular war was going on, but there was a saying. What was their saying? Does anybody know? Make love, not war. That's still not too bad. What was, these were the things that were popular. Tie-dyed shirts. Anybody got a tie-dyed shirt? Come on, I know you do now. My wife's holding her hand up. Uh, Woodstock was in the summer of 69 that really ushered in the 70s. Uh, Bell-bottom pants. I had some that looked like about that wide. Wide ties. Mine looked like a bib. Uh, disco was a beat music. Does anybody remember who sang Staying Alive? The Bee Gees. All right, you got it. The dances, and Carrie and I took dance lessons, was the Morangate and the Shuffle. The biggest hit of the 70s was one called I Will Survive. Who sang I Will Survive? Who said? Gloria Gaynor was who sang that. Let me tell you, old is new again. 
Carrie and I went, I've got a 25-year-old friend, I still have 25-year-old friends, that just had a baby. So we went to Marshall's to buy a baby gift to take to him yesterday. We walked into the women's department, it looked just like something out of the 70s. The dresses, the pants, the tie-dye. So if you want to visit the 70s today, go to Marshall's. They got it all there. In the, in the 70s, uh, late 60s, early 70s, Carrie and I were having children, so I don't remember a whole lot about the 60s, not a whole lot about the 70s. But the title of the sermon today, and I write sermons by title, is called The Main Thing. I had no clue what the main thing about anything was growing up and probably at most of your ages. I got an email not long ago and it said this, always keep the main thing the main thing. Most of us have heard that statement before. I never heard it before I got the email. It is difficult to keep the main thing the main thing, especially if you don't know what the main thing is. And that's the trouble with most people today. Tragically, this is a significant problem in the world and in the church when it comes to biblical things in Christianity. First of all, there are those of us who aren't sure what the main thing is. Who knows what the main thing is? Jesus, that's a good main thing. What else would be a main thing? You're right, nothing. Jesus is the main thing. Second of all, there are those of us who are certain we know what the main thing is, but we're mistaken. In this case, that's not a mistake. In either case, we miss the main thing, cannot keep the main thing the main thing, because we have not identified the main thing, or we have misidentified the main thing. That's a lot of main things. Did y'all catch that? That came from a quote from Christian Community Church, and I thought that was pretty good to put in the sermon, a little filler here and there. We don't know what the main thing is because we're continually distracted, not having a firm foundation in the Word of God. Does anybody agree with that? Carrie and I are Baptists, were Baptists, got married at the Baptist Church. Have any of y'all ever been church shopping? Yes, church shopping is an interesting experience. We happened to go into a Methodist church, and they loved us in the church. And we've been Methodist ever since, because I wanted to raise my children in a Christian home. We taught a Sunday school class for, not teenagers, they were probably middle schoolers. And I was talking about Barnabas. Does anybody in here know who Barnabas was? Aha, I have one. Anybody else know Barnabas? He's in the Bible, y'all. Come on. Well, these kids told me, raise their hands. We know who Barnabas is. I said, okay, tell me. They said, he's the vampire on dark shadows. And I knew I was in trouble at that point. But anyway, whatever we decide is the main thing for us, because becomes our driving force. Y'all agree with that? Is that true? I would think it was for me. Whatever it is, we eat, sleep, and become the slave to this passion. 
And it can be several things. It can be our job. For a lot of guys, their job is their passion. Or it can be a sport or even money. I was raised poor, so money was my driving force. In those years with four kids and a wife and a house, I needed money, so I worked really hard. The problem is that we become so self-absorbed that it becomes hard to see anything beyond our passion. Has anybody but me ever been there? I'm glad y'all all raised saints. I don't have to worry about y'all. How exactly can we rouse ourselves out of the malaise and learn just what the main thing is? For many, this is not going to be an easy task. Releasing oneself from slavery to anything is not going to be easy. We have been conditioned to finding the quickest, easiest way out of any situation. Y'all going to be relieved today. I realize that we're used to quick sound bites, so y'all are going to get a really short sermon today. Amen? Yay! <laughs> it has begun... We need to begin with asking yourself a few questions. What is really important? We've established Jesus is really important. But what else besides Jesus can you get sidetracked with? What makes life worth living? Anybody? Y'all don't know? Your wife? Your children? Those are the things that make life worth living. When, when I was young, friends made life worth living, just to be able to hang out with my friends. We let trivial things get in the way, causing us to sometimes miss out on what's really important. We can all get trapped in trivial things. Life is like that. We've got so many distractions going on around us today, it is unbelievable. Not only outside the church, but we've got distractions within the church that sort of keep our minds away from what is really important. There are many people and ideologies out there that are trying to push Jesus off the throne. Is anybody familiar with that? We let many trivial things get in our way, causing us to miss out on what's really important. Years ago, Carrie and I belonged to Mount Zion Methodist Church. By the way, I'm an old, I owned a used car lot before I went in the ministry. Used car dealer preacher. Um, but anyway, we went on a youth retreat with the group from Mount Zion because we worked with the junior highs for about 16 years at Mount Zion. On a retreat, the youth minister had the group play a game. This was an exciting game. He asked for a volunteer, and when the volunteer raised his hand, he brought the volunteer down, and he set him right here on the floor, out in front of everybody, and this was a big group, and he threw a blanket over him. And the first thing he said was, take off what you don't need. 
So we all sat watching, seeing what he was going to do, and all of a sudden a pair of shoes came out from underneath the blanket. Then the youth director said, no, that's not it. Take off what you don't need. So the next thing that came out was a pair of socks. He kept asking, and we soon saw a T-shirt. Then we saw a pair of shorts, and everybody was thinking, don't ask again, don't ask again. He asked again, and out came underwear. So we all picture this kid was sitting under this blanket naked. So he said, reach down, and boy, when he got to the top of the blanket, all the girls go, and the boys kind of snicker, and he rips off the blanket, and the women uh, counselors started screaming. We thought he was going to be sitting there naked. He was in his bathing suit because he was in on this. And he said, what you really don't need is a blanket. So sometimes we get trapped knowing what we need to get rid of and take off, and we don't do it. So that was a good, that was a good um, visual for us sitting there. Learning, take off what you don't need. You don't need pride. You don't need a lot of the things that we load ourselves down with. We make life more difficult when the simplicity of God escapes us. Keep the main thing the main thing. Through life, we must fix our eyes on Jesus Nothing is more important than Jesus. When our minds are wandering and we lose focus on the main thing, we need to read again the words of Paul that I read earlier today from 1 Corinthians. For I have delivered to you as of first importance, which I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the Scriptures. Paul is telling us, that is the main thing. That he was buried, that he was raised on the third day according with the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas and then the twelve. There it is. Just so simple. Jesus is the main thing. You know, for a lot of people, they want it to be complicated, and it's almost too simple. Jesus was killed, buried, and resurrected. Surprise. The main thing is the cross of Christ. It's a tragedy that summons all sufferers. Its absurdity attracts all cynics. Its hope lures all searchers. According to Paul, Christ on the cross is the main thing. Jesus sacrificed for our sins and the sins of the whole human race. But think about this. What a piece of wood. History has idolized it and despised it. We've gold-plated it and burned it. We've worn it and we've trashed it. History has done everything but ignore the cross. How can you ignore a piece of lumber that suspends the greatest claim in history? A crucified carpenter claiming to be God on earth, divine, eternal, the death slayer. No wonder Paul calls it the core of the gospel. 
When asked what is the greatest commandment, Jesus said to love your, the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your mind and with all your soul. This is the great and first commandment. If we can do that, that's keeping the main thing, the main thing. Amen? And I know Marion gives a prayer at the end. I told you all that would be quick. I prefer to give you a blessing. Blessings in both the Old Testament and New Testament were really coveted by people. People sought out blessings. Jacob even stole his brother's blessing from his father. So if you will stand, I would love to bless all of you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and bring you peace and joy and keep the main thing, the main thing in your life. Receive God's blessing today and always in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.